the 
and uh, <laughs> shocking. I sick again. Yeah, shocking. You know, when you have all the food out there, you're over indulging on everything you can eat, and then you just start puking up at like 1 a.m. all throughout the night. It's exciting. However, did you uh, did you have street food? Did you have street food? Yeah, yeah you got to have street food. If you're going to those places, if you're not having street food, you got no guts. Sometimes you got to like risk it all. Risk it a little bit, you know? That's what it's all about. You risk it in the land of Pak, Pakistan. It was, uh, I enjoyed my trip, man. It was good. Turkey was amazing too. I thought about going to watch a Turkish basketball team, Turkish basketball league, but they weren't playing at the, uh, in Istanbul uh, on the days I was there. So unfortunately, no hero, hero sighting there. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm excited. How was your holidays? Good? Yeah, everything was good. Got some stuff done. I had family over. I stayed in the city. I did not travel to any motherlands. Uh, my sister came here, so I spent time with my niece and nephew. Other than that, you know, just normal. Did a lot of work and uh, didn't tape any podcasts, so it was nice. <laughs> just watched <laughs> didn't some cheat Raptors on you, don't worry. I watched all the Raptors games. I watched all the Raptors games. I I went to like, I think I've been to like five in the last month. Oh my God. Hey man, we went to Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Toronto Raptors, which was painful at times just because it was Cleveland I, is so bad. Cleveland is so I went, bad. Cleveland I was is, at the Dallas one, the, the 30 point comeback. Yeah, I wish I was that, man. That looked like that a was, great game. That was fun. That was actually one of the most fun Raptor games I, I've ever been to. Like, cause I was, I was ready to like, it's very rare that I'm like, oh, I want to leave in the third quarter. But I think at one point it was 85-55 and then they called the timeout. And that timeout, I was just like, I don't, I don't really like I was, and I was in my head, I was like calculating. I'm like, man, they got to go on like a, a 40 to 15 run to like tie this up. Right. And they then tied they, it up in like three minutes or four, like five minutes. Yeah, they did. They pretty much went on. I think they went on like a 40. No, sorry. They, I, I calculated that obviously they need to go on a 40 to 10 run to catch up. And, and then, um, and they did pretty much that. And I think the final, the final like quarter was like forty-seven to twenty or something like that. I can't remember the exact the numbers, but it was it was crazy that they scored forty points. Because first of all, scoring forty points in a quarter is really hard, but holding your opponent to like twenty points while you score over forty is very very hard. Um, that the Dallas Mavericks had no ball handlers, and it was caused because that was a game when Luca was out, but but. Uh, uh, what's their face? Porzingis was playing. DeLon Wright. And they had no ball handlers. Yeah, they had him, but he even he was not very good against the trap. And they he, they just kept trapping all these guys. And and it was just turnover after turnover. And then the, the Raps just like, basketball gods on their side that game. They, the Raps just started you know who was in the start? You know who was in the lineup in that run? It was my boy, Malcolm, Malcolm Miller. Miller. Yep. Malcolm the, Miller, Millie 13, we need you in you the know, game. Get some playing time, man. <laughs> That's what it is. Nurse. I was thinking. What, I was thinking you of doing? you when he was when he was continuously in the game, and then he had two open threes. Like so, everybody was hitting everything in that like quarter, and then he had two like two of the most wide open threes that whole quarter, and he missed both of them, and he ended up, and then he finally got pulled in the last. Like Nurse didn't want to pull that lineup because they were coming back, and so Nurse likes to ride the hot hand, but he missed two open threes, and then he finally put. Fred Van Vliet in for the last two minutes to close the game. Yeah, there's um, a, so. there's a there's a open gym episode on that if you haven't seen it, and it's really entertaining to watch because it's it definitely gives you the chills. Uh, on, on that yeah, it game, was, it was the really loudest, cool. Yeah, yeah. really cool. It was I, one of the I, loudest I games. Watch I watched the game on like on, 
on obviously later on and i loved watching every bit of that that was awesome all right what do you got yeah you messaged me right you you said like two and i was like just start watching from like three minutes to go in the third yeah don't watch anything before that (laughs) okay we have talked well we can't really talk a lot about the last month because there's too many games and and to be honest this team is very difficult to analyze right now because they've missed the top, their top six players or six other seven top players have, have missed at least 10 games. So like the, the lineups are so disjointed. The numbers are all disjointed. Like we, you can't really tell much about this team other than what your eyes tell you. Um, so I thought we'd just like kind of talk about the first half because I think they're at the 40 game mark. So 41 uh, is, is the Friday game. And so we'll kind of go from there. So now we're, we're finally starting to get healthy. Fred Van Vliet is coming back this weekend, Nurse said. Oh, nice. Uh, so we might. He said one of the two weekend games, so Friday or Saturday. Awesome. And, he, and uh, so we might get to see, for the first time all season, a fully healthy roster. I think Dewan Hernandez is out, but yeah. I can't okay. imagine. Like, maybe game one? Yeah, maybe game one. I'm pretty sure after these guys played, but in the beginning, no. But then, like, no. OG was out. Like he 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 was out pretty early. Didn't he get scratched in the eyes? Yeah, yeah, I got scratched in the eye early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like he was out, and then and then it just started to snowball like crazy. Okay, so let's do it. Let's let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you some questions. Give me your thoughts on it. So right now, just in the at the halfway mark, the Raps are 16th in offensive rating and second in defensive rating. They're they're much better than 16th, but obviously with the lineups, I'm shocked that they're still second in defensive rating, even with all the all the uh, craziness that's happened in the last you know couple months. Um, but now with everybody getting healthy, do you think Nick is gonna start? Fred Van Vliet or Norm? Because Norm's playing the best basketball he's played probably in his career. Most consistent. He's he's making good decisions. He's scoring. He's not creating, but that's okay. That's not his game. Um, or do you think he's going to flip-flop it a little bit? I think you start Fred Van Vliet. There's a couple of reasons for this. One, I think Norm off the bench gives you that spark that I don't think a lot of player, a lot of the teams have. And he comes off and takes, off, takes either Kyle or uh, Fred off. And obviously... Uh, it's going to be a lot more fluid. So I like Fred starting as it is. And to be honest with you, a lot, lot has to do with optics as well. Fred's in a contract year. You want to re-sign him. Like you've got you to gotta handle both parts of the business really well, right? So if I'm nurse, I'm starting Fred. He's, he's obviously creating as well. So it's important to have him and Kyle. And they've had that great chemistry going. Uh, just to hit back on your second and defensive rating, the big reason for that is the Raps are are basically allowing teams to shoot threes. That's the biggest yeah. thing. And what I mean that they're, 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 they allow the most number of threes per game, as in 39% of the opposition shots are three-pointers. So they're letting them shoot the threes. However, that being said, they're, they're fourth in defending the three. So they exactly know who to give that open shot to, and they're playing the odds and playing the chances with that. So they'll cover all the main guys who are there, but they'll open the floor up to give someone who's probably a 33 34% shooter an open look. And that, that's the odds on that. So it's fantastic. Now, that type of strategy is normally has been really done uh, well by Milwaukee last year. Milwaukee's currently doing the same thing this year. So it's an interesting one. We weren't 
playing that game last year just because we had really good perimeter defenders in Kawhi and Danny. They both move very, very fast and very well to to avoid that. This year, they've got to be a little bit more smarter. And it's exciting to see. And it's, it, it is, it is, it's a defensive arrangement that's worked really well. So, yeah, my overall lineup, I think Fred Van Vliet, you start. What's up next? How about Marker Serge? Serge is playing the best ball as he's played uh, maybe in his career. I know he's still got these, these brick hands, but um, best ball. He, I think he's been, he was averaging 19 and 11 over the stretch that Mark was out. Um, so as much as we, you know, we get frustrated sometimes with his like dumb decision-making or whatever, he was crucial even, even to keep, I know they haven't been like killing it, but they've just stayed afloat and he was a big part of that. So do you think, do you think nurse goes back to Mark or, or start surge or, you know, keeps it fluid? I think he's going to go back to Mark, but I do think surge, I think surge will surge, surge, my opinion, surge should start. You found something that works with Serge. Mark is a very flexible player who can fit in literally anywhere in the lineup. Plus, if you've got Norm on the second uh, off the bench and you've got a bunch of players, we know how bad that second lineup can be, the bench lineup can be, without anyone who can actually like create the offense and get things moving. Mark does that the best. You get a center like Mark in there. You got Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, TD2 running in for cuts. Norm, obviously, very good cutter running and get those cuts. Serge, not a good distributor of the ball, but obviously playing the best 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 basketball uh, he's been playing. So I'd go with Serge starting. Yeah, I, I think Mark's going to start. I don't I don't think... Uh, Mark is just so good as a starter. Also, but. let me ask you this. Let me tell you this. Serge also has been doing way too much like... I think he's got like four TV shows. What he's got? He's got this <laughs> clothing show now. Like yeah, what like is a, the... OG's on that one. He's got a clothing show, uh, like yeah. a fashion show uh, for that matter. And he's got, What's the name uh, of it? I'm how, trying to remember what the name is. It's I think it's how sponsored by something. Oh, it's oh, all sponsored. How, how hungry are you? Uh, what uh, was the name of the... Shit, I'm trying to remember the name of the show. And then the Serge's underwear commercials keep popping up. Uh, I was like, oh my God, Serge, man. Getting like topi underwear sponsored by Serge Ibaka. You want to wear the same underwear Serge Ibaka wears? Please buy topi underwear. What is I'm looking at? Uh, oh, he's got my guide to Toronto for Air Canada's en route. So that's another another sponsorship that he just came out with. Um, I'm trying to look at what is it called? Well, we're gonna have a list of all sponsors and uh, and, and Raptor players with every single one of them. I think. Uh, so I was at the game on. We were at the game uh, last week and against the, the Portland. Was it Portland? No, not yeah, Portland. Portland. Yeah, we went to two. San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. San Antonio Spurs game. They were giving out peanut butter and jelly packets oh, yeah. outside yeah, the yeah. door. The Champwich. This Champwich. Thank you, Pascal Siakam, yeah. Fred Van Vliet, for hooking me up with some peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I saw them. I saw them out on the street. People had like left them because they were like two little packets. I didn't get one. I, I guess I went through an exit where I didn't. They didn't have it. I grabbed but, like four uh, or five of them, man. I'm not have you been eating your Champwiches? My Champwich, man. I'm, I'm going to be starting having this every game. This has got to be my good luck charm. What is I'm, I can't I'm trying to get what this what this it's show is called. Un, it's an uninterrupted one. Man, what is it? I know OG's on this one. I don't know what it is. All right, I forgot the name of the show. It's so dumb. The name of the yeah, show. It's uh, a vet class. A vet class. Oh, there you go. Come That's on, what bro. I was trying to. Come remember. on, what's wrong with you, man? I literally spent like 
two minutes googling trying to find the stupid show because it's not in his YouTube channel, I guess. Bro, it's, it's Serge Ibaka, avec class, Mafuzi chef, oh, the original original man. You know, come on, the man with I like forty s- different nicknames. I, I I think like obviously I have no way of knowing because uh, without analyzing every single team, but I definitely think that the Raptors are the most sponsored team in in the NBA. You think that like Serge Ibaka has like fifteen nicknames that he says all at once. Mm-hmm. Have you seen one of those things? He says, "You think it would be good if I just walk along the street next time? What's your name?" My name is Taub, the definition, the contractor, the run of the show, the one and only. This is the place to be. Oh, the champion. Oh, man. If, you know, I could do that for a lot. I'll be like, oh, my name is Taub Contract, Tinder Photography. Oh, man, po- Turb Podcast host, number one, working here. I've had class number You know, I'm going to work on that. And next time, my introduction is going to be my whole, um, with like 10 nicknames, with Avec class, the original man. All right. I'm going to find somebody to introduce you to and then you, you just introduce yourself with all all 10 names or just I'll, the definition I'll, I'll, well i think i could do that but excuse me uh, tell uh, my name is uh, the definition yeah just call me the, the definition, definition seriously the, the, talib the only person who's given himself a nickname that it stuck for this many years that is not true. or maybe just that, na- with that nickname was given that nickname was given to me uh unintendedly by the window man Ooh. himself the oh man. really no, yeah, he, man. yeah, it was at the gym, and uh, the comment was made as Talib, you're so defined. And then I just took it to another level. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> it's time for the definition. Fourth ah, university, the definition. the definition. All right, what's the next one? Okay, do you think, do you think TD is going to play more than Macaw, and all oh, our, all our dreams okay. will be answered? Okay. Hold, on. Hold on, hold on, let me just let's say a prayer <laughs> for Patrick Macaw's next game. We hope, Lord. Save us from the macaw or oh, abysmal play that we may encounter on Friday and Saturday. For us, that we know that macaw either is Nick Nurse's son or has some dirty footage of Nick Nurse yeah. doing something explicit. He, is, he has a Nick Nurse sex tape, I'm convinced. At this point, I'm convinced. There is, like, oh. <laughs> Most frustrating player to watch. And the fact that this man has three championship rings even frustrates me even more. Oh. To the point but, where he has so many rings that his his uh, in, the thing he uh, inscribed on his ring was just three times champs. Like he couldn't even think of anything better than just putting three times champs on it because he has so many rings. You know you know how many rings uh, Patrick McCaw has over Melo? All three. three. Melo has zero. Melo's going to... Be a Hall of Fame, but McCaw's a three-time champ. Three-time champ. Who is one of the worst players I have seen this year. He gives me anxiety, gives me pain, and it may regret me in the next few days. May he shows up and balls out for 20 points. Yeah, he's going to score 20 points. I have he's no not going to score 20. score 20. There's, no, there's not no enough shots right now to score 20. Hey, I, I don't, don't even need to score shoot. 20. I just So here's the thing. He's actually a pretty good corner three-point shooter now. But the the problem is you just you need to have some you have to have some skill to create your own shot, especially when he's the ball handler. He can't create his own shot at all, and yeah, so he can't. Yeah, he can. 100%. So you got you got to play TD more. I say play Malcolm Miller more. Play Matt no, Thomas more. Stop playing Malcolm Miller. He's Malcolm like, Miller was literally going to get cut today if they didn't cut Pons because they were signing another two way guy. Malcolm Miller is going to be gone. You have to you have to be you have to accept no, no. it. 
I don't even know if he's going to make it through the season. You'll make it. I have faith in the Miller. All right, what's the next one? Okay. So you think you well, you didn't answer the question. Do you think TD is going to play more in the second half than McCaw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going to play more because McCaw is going to be horrible. (laughs) Okay. Um, Where do you think the Raps are going to end up at the end of the season? So right now they're fourth. I uh, the between this is like super interesting between two and six in the East. It's only three games separating them. Um, And so I looked it up. The Raps have the the uh, third easiest schedule left. Philly has this, yes. Philly has the second easiest schedule. Miami has the fifth easiest schedule. Um, who else are we looking at? Boston has the fifth hardest schedule. We played Milwaukee three times. Left, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've only played them once. And then, uh, and then, who's the other per team that we're looking at? Indy, Indy's like middle of the pack in terms of they're right in the middle. So, so like generally, Boston has a hard schedule. Philly, Toronto, Miami have pretty easy schedules by strength of schedule. This is obviously this can change if teams go on hot streaks and stuff. But, um, uh, but and Indy's in the middle. So where do you th- where do you think these guys are going to end up in at the end of the season? You know, I initially said forty five wins, uh, yeah, but, but no. I may change I that. Yeah, I don't, they're going to be better. They're going to be better. The reason is all these guys are back. But like it, in, I'm going to go with like a fifty two win season. Where do, but where do you think that's going to end up in two to two through six? You know what? I would. I think it's going to. We're, we're unfortunately going to have that four and five. Uh, oh god! Like between that, and that's a horrible thing because the four five is one. Like, I think three, four, five, three, four, five, six are yeah. the worst. Like you're going to get destroyed by like Miami, Philadelphia, or. Or Indiana uh, for that Indiana. matter. Yeah. Or right? no, but I mean Boston might fall into that too, right? Like it's like you don't really know who's gonna end up there, but yeah. but it's, who, it's, that it's not gonna be fun. Whoever doesn't face Orlando and I think it's pretty and the Nets, I don't think anybody's gonna like I I pretty much think the top eight in the Easters decided. I don't think it's gonna yeah, yeah. change. Like the order is gonna change, but those are the teams that are gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. Detroit's not making a push. No, Detroit's going to trade uh, Drummond uh, if some, somebody will give them anything. Did you see, like, Drummond to Atlanta? Atlanta. What is, what is the that. point of this? Like, what are you trying to do? Because he's a free agent. So are you trying to get him and then re-sign him? Because he's, I guess they just want any defense. Even even pretend defense of getting Drummond. I don't know. Here, here, here's what I say. If you watch Atlanta play, I watched, I think, probably a couple, couple, couple games here in Atlanta. They're they're not fun to watch defensively. They are they're, they're terrible. Atrocious. They're atrocious. Like it is it is awful. And Trey Young is an awful defender. Straight up, he's awful. He's not fun to watch. He's trash. Uh, offensively, he has this like shooting ability, which is like a little bit of Steph Curry light kind of esque. So it does go well with it. But that team, I feel, I really feel bad for. Uh, Vince Carter. It's just a horrible team. Uh, <laughs> I think Vince Carter is collecting card. his checks. They don't have anybody. They have like yeah. they have um, a couple. There's like no they have vet. John Collins and and Trey Young, and everybody else is kind of like meh. You know, it's yeah, just like it's bad. just a bunch of it's just a bunch of guys. You know, they got Jeff Teague oh, 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 today oh. though. Exciting yeah. stuff, Re- Jeff Teague. Retur- returning back to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I think you know, so overall, I think they're going to be like fourth, fourth or fifth. I think third or fourth too. I mean, obviously, you want the second seed because then you have home court in the first round and you face probably Orlando without Jonathan Isaac. Um, and then, 
I, I think he's going to be out for the whole season, but they haven't confirmed it. And then Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they they he was they said he was out for like eight to twelve weeks or something long. And then, but they also applied for like a disabled player exception. You know, like where they get they get uh, so usually when the teams do that, it means the players out for the whole year. But but that's and they have somebody else missing too. I can't remember. But anyways, it's Orlando. It's not super scary. And we played them six million times, it feels like. so. Um, but then you play that and then obviously the, the you face the the three, four match. Sorry, the four, five matchup, right? Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Regardless, I think, I think we're think, thinking way too far ahead. We just yeah, got to yeah. like... Uh, but I, I think, I think we're going to end up three, four. That's, and so it's going yeah. to be a grind, the playoffs, just like last year. Okay, cool. Um, okay, before we go, let's just talk some general NBA. So I just asked you, what are your three most exciting storylines for the second half of the season? All right, uh, I'll I'll say one. I'll say I'll start with one. Uh, honestly, it's probably Zion Williamson's return. Oh, not his return. It's freaking debut. Debut. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's not even his return. He hasn't played a single game there. Uh, there's a couple of reasons for that. One is like this guy is one of the most hyped players since LeBron. Like we don't see it, we don't see the hype that much in Toronto, just because I think it's all Raptors and it's Leafs and everything. But in the but in but in America, this this hype is real. It is the Zion Williamson bandwagon is ready to go. It's exciting to watch. Uh, one is the New Orleans Pelicans. You know, it's unfortunate the entire season's just gone to just the trash because of this injury. I don't even know if it's this injury, to be honest with you. But I it, think they're trash, anyways. I think that's what that will be discovered once he comes back. That they're just bad, even with him. But we'll see. And I, I you know what, it, it surprises me because I don't think the the players there are on this team are they're not bad. They're pretty good players. I just think the system that they play right now is not like sustainable at all. Brandon Ingram could possibly be the my MIP candidate. Uh, he's balling out full time but his game is very very like different than lonzo ball like lonzo is a guy lonzo and zion are gonna i can i can see lonzo and zion being very very exciting to watch and seeing brandon ingram like on the side because he's more of like half court i need the ball in my hands you know that type of player yeah they're like Um, the classic like they should be better on paper but they aren't kind of team, you know, like it's very, yeah, they're, they're, they're playing well today right now. It's just how Brandon Ingram just nailed an awesome mid range right now. Uh, yeah, they should be better on paper. And I think I, Drew Holiday as well. Like he's, it's tough, right? You're playing against your, you've got a team. It's like not exactly, it's all over the place. They should trade him. If they get any good offer, they should trade him. But I don't yeah. think, I don't know if they will. They should trade Drew though. Cause he's their most valuable asset. Um, I think yeah, JJ yeah, is. I, I really think I, I think JJ is. Uh, you think? Oh, but, I mean, no. JJ is the easiest to trade, right? But like, he, he's the most he's the most valuable. I think I think the contract with J, Drew Drew Holiday is ridiculous. Uh, it's JJ not is a terrible. Good, like, what is kind of what is Drew Holiday's contract? Is he? Oh, but he's hurt, right? Is Drew hurt? Yeah, he's hurt right now. He's hurt right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's got to get back and and play. Um, okay. So yeah, that was my number one too. Just to see Zion because I'm like. Although, Job Job Morant is like great, and like this this guy's already oh. gonna win Rookie of the Year because he's oh. 
the debate of like who's going to be better this year for sure. John Morant is better. I don't even oh, care what Zion comes back. So does. Zion. So if you uh, if you guys don't know about Zion, Zion Williamson, first overall pick from Duke. Uh, he was on. Was it Zach Lowe? No, he was on JJ Reddick's podcast this week, and I was listening to it. It's crazy, man. It's like this this guy is so big that he basically has to learn how to jump again and dunk again. And now he's like, it's like NBA players, when they're jumping and they're dunking and they're landing, everything is so detailed now with the analytics and the research that you have is you got to land on your left feet pointing this way. And that's hard, man. That's 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 very very difficult to change a habit that you've been dunking all your life, and now all of a sudden you got to change the way you play just because to accommodate or avoid significant injury because you're an investment. Yeah, Pascal right? Siakam needs to learn how to land properly. Every time I used yeah, to see him, and then yeah. the last injury he had was because he landed poorly. He always lands with like a split in his legs, and it's scary every time that he he does it. So he has to learn to land. But yeah, they need to... I mean, Zion Williamson just walking, you can see he has a weird gait, right? It just looks it looks weird. So they got to... So he relearned how to walk right now, apparently. This will be exciting for Zion. Looking forward to this. Yeah. So that was my number one exciting yeah. thing, too. Now, my number two was the East positioning. I really, like... I really, really want to see, like, how this, like, two through six ends up in the East. I think it's going to be really interesting. Like every night I'm watching, I'm actually scoreboard watching because I want I want like teams to lose uh, in the oh, two my, through six. Miami right? lost so. against New York last last this week, early this week, and it was pretty exciting to watch. Even Bam Adebayo hit the game winning shot, but it was too late. Uh, Boston's down by eighteen to the Bucks right now, so you know. Um, Screw Boston. Nothing about Boston's good. Nothing. This is a very this is a very tough game for me to watch because I want both teams to lose. But I guess I'm I'm kind of I'm okay. I know Milwaukee's gonna win the the conference. It's fine. Go Giannis, baby. Go Giannis. Yeah, he's he's gonna win it. Um, okay, what's your second most exciting storyline? I think it's Luka Doncic, man. I just love watching him play. His numbers have gone down a little bit. I mean, still he's still twenty nine nine and nine. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. Three point shooting isn't as like as as good as it was. Uh, he's shooting 30%. But here, look, look at this. There's no second-year players averaging even 10 points, 10 rebounds, and assists ever. Like, nothing. Luka Doncic is is a revolutionary player, and he's exciting to watch as he takes Dallas Mavericks into that playoff, you know, 8-7-8 eight, eight spot in that sense. Uh, I think they'll end up around there. They'll have some injuries and all that kind of stuff. You think they're going to make so, the playoffs? What yeah, are they the playoffs. I think. Oh, sorry. You think they're going to be seven or eight in the playoffs? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah, yeah. Wow. They're, they're six right now. They're twenty six really? fifteen. Oh, they're six. Yeah. Wow, I thought they were yeah. higher than that. No, they're, they're twenty six fifteen. Like, it's they're, they're going to be seven or eight. They're going to flip flop between that and the Thunder. I think it's going to be those two teams. So they're, they're they're exciting to watch, right? Uh, so let me get this here. There are four players in their sophomore season who've got more than ten points, five assists, and five rebounds. Right, ten points, five assists, rebounds. In their sophomore season, and the four players are obviously Luka Doncic, who's going 29-99. Ben Simmons was actually phenomenal. LeBron James. And the other one was MCW. Who remembers that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael Carter Williams, man. Right? Yeah, it's, but that was... It's kind of... So you said four years, players yeah. that have averaged it... What? Averaged for how long? At least... At least... In the second... In the Four players in their sophomore season have averaged more than 10 points, 5 assists, and 5 rebounds. Oh, 10 points, 10 points. Okay, sorry. I, yeah, but he's like way above all those stats. Yeah, he's crazy. He's kill- that, that, yeah, That's yeah. the crazy thing about it, right? Luka Doncic is like killing every part of it. Like he's 
phenomenal in, in a lot of ways. His pick-and-roll offense is, like, just incredible with all the players he's got involved. So it is it is good to watch in that sense. Uh, that being said, I'm looking forward to him in Dallas. Uh, but, but Luka Doncic has some flaws, and the biggest flaws I've seen recently – uh, is his clutch time performance? He's been criticized a lot for that, and you watch some of the. So I read about it, he's been criticized. So I ended up watching. I think the last three, four, four minutes of some of these close games, just awful. Trying to take those step back, James Harden esque three pointers, decision making. Trying to the problem is he's he's trying to take those three point shots. They're not going in. If he's not taking that. He's passing it out to his, to his teammates who don't have who not who don't have the confidence to shoot, and they're stumbling the ball over, and you're losing it. So either he's got to make shots or he's got to create better opportunities for, for, his, uh, for his team members to do that, right? So that'll take some time in that sense. So Luka Doncic, I'm excited. That's my number two. What's your number three? Uh, my number th- – well, before we finish on that one, I think, I think Porzingis being out kind of hurt his numbers. I think that, that hurt, but, but we'll see. I think Porzingis is going to be out again apparently because he has had more knee issues. But my number three is I want nobody – from the OKC Thunder to get traded because I love this team. I've not loved watching a team more and like rooted for a team more than other than the Raptors in a long time, but I'm totally cheering for the Thunder. Anytime they don't play us, I'm like, I really want them to win. I love how this group is just like a ragtag bunch that is just basically designed to be traded. And then everybody's like, oh, Chris Paul's pretty good. SGA is pretty good. Gallinari's good. Steven Adams is good. Um, Schroeder is good. <laughs> and they're all good. Like, And Chris Paul is just awesome. He's still so good. Every time I watch him, he, he takes over in the fourth. There was that game where they destroyed the Rockets. When, and like, oh, that was so good. So good. But you watch that game and you look at Russell Westbrook's numbers. That was a rare, efficient Westbrook night too. Like He was like 30. Like The numbers are great. But you actually watch the game and Chris Paul just like controls the game. Like he's just so much better at controlling the game. He comes, he comes to the paint, he dishes it out. He doesn't get the assist, but he'll get like the hockey assist because he did all the work. And then it's just like the, the offense just flows so much better on the Thunder. I just, I love their team. And I love the fact that Sam Presti traded away these two huge assets, got a million picks for them. And pretty much they have the same record they had last year. <laughs> so that's my, I want OKC Thunder to, to make the playoffs. And it makes some noise in the playoffs. Can you imagine a Thunder-Houston like playoff round? I know I don't think it'll happen but because it doesn't look like it's lining up that way. But that would be awesome. You, you never know, man. That could be absolutely phenomenal. Watching like Chris Ball just take down Russell Westbrook. Like that, t- oh, it's, it's phenomenal. And, and I'm watching Houston play is like... Is, is painful. Like I think I watched uh, I watched the game yesterday where Houston, oh my, or two two days ago where Houston, James Harden scored forty points on like twenty four percent shooting and just just not fun, man. It's just awful. But yeah, I'm with you, man. I think Thunder is Thunder is Thunder are exciting to watch. I've got another team that's really exciting to watch. But yeah, go ahead. Let's just, let's no, you tell Thunder. me your number three. What's your number three? Most. So you exciting. got the Thunder. I got I, I got the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, JV. I, I, yeah, I, I got the Memphis Grizzlies. I'll tell you, Memphis Grizzlies are super exciting to watch. Like, super exciting to watch. And they're currently number eight in the in the Western Conference. 
They've been on like a six six game winning streak, so they're playing fantastic, fantastic ball. Uh, the crazy thing is, the they're not even like playing their top guys more than like thirty minutes a game, right? So everyone, like the highest guy, who, the the most the, Jay Crowder averages thirty minutes a game, and he's the highest. They have a lineup that's deep. They're going twelve to thirteen regularly. That's ridiculous if you think about that, right? They're going 12 to 13 regularly. They're the starting lineup of Jay Crowder, John Morant, Jaren Jackson, Dylan Brooks is starting, and Jonas Valanciunas. All those top five guys are in double double figures, right? 10 to 18 points. John Morant, let me tell you, this guy shoots only 13 field goals a game. He is shooting 49% from f- 49% shooting, and he's shooting 50. Uh, I'm looking at 40%, 49% regular, 40% from threes, seven assists. Like, this guy is unbelievable. Like, you got to respect the three point shot. He shoots 40%, right? So, it's exciting to watch in a lot of ways. I think it's, uh, it's good because he's getting all the other players involved. JV, 15 10. Only problem is our boy, uh, Bruno Caboclo isn't getting, isn't getting too much playing time. He's playing a little bit, but, but our, not too our much. Our boy JV got paid and he's, he's getting, yeah, he's getting he's a getting lot of playing time. Man. Also Dylan Brooks, man, Canadian. Yeah. Uh, he's, Brooks, he's balling out 15 points, right? He's shooting really good. 43% from, uh, 43%, 43% from, uh, 40, 42%. So he's shooting well. Uh, it's exciting to watch. And fun fact, their highest paid player on the roster isn't even playing. Yeah, and that guy who's who's Iggy <laughs> Iguodala, um, is was waiting to play for a playoff team. He could just come back and and like yeah. actually play for these guys, and it would be a pretty like I I know you probably don't want to live in Memphis, but but come play like if you don't go to one of the LA teams. This is not like the worst case scenario for you to come and play with this team. Like this is this looks like a fun team. Team's growing. Um, you could do a lot worse than being a vet on on the Grizzlies right now. Seems like a fun fun team. Yeah, yeah. You could be like, like you know a vet on like Atlanta. Salaries of these you know? guys. Andre Gudala, seventeen million. Like you can seventeen million dollars, and so they haven't even suspended him. So they're pay, paying him. No, they're not going. They they agreed when they made the trade that that he was that they were going to trade him, but he they're they're not going to find him. Like seventeen million, I don't it's know. Insane. Who, who's yes. going to pay? The problem is not even the money. It's the matching he's of the 36. money. He's thirty six. Well, it's the it's the matching of the money. You have, that means you have to give them a bad contract just to match the money. But who's got such a like? If you're the Lakers. Right, who, who are you trading that? Because you need to match like eighty percent, right? So you need to find a salaries of at least fourteen million. So who are you trading that's fourteen million dollars worth of salary? Like KCP, but he's KCP is probably like valuable, just as valuable as Andre Iguodala. Because Andre Iguodala right he's... now, all he can do is defend. He's not a great offensive player. That's why I think it'll be it'll be it'll be really good if he joins the Memphis team. I, I agree with you. It'll be really good for him to join the Memphis team and be ready to go uh in 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 that but uh i don't know man like this team is balling out and i like i like every i like that everyone's playing well everyone's just like gelling uh yeah it's exciting to watch i'm happy that it's it's full it's team ball and john moran when he balls out man he's ready to go 
Yeah, so I'm just looking at like what you could trade for Andre Iguodala, right? If you were the Lakers, you I mean, straight up you could trade Danny Green if you wanted. I don't think that's an upgrade at all. I think that's a huge downgrade. You could trade like uh KCP and Avery Bradley together, you'd have to trade them. Oh, look at this Pelicans down by 2. Are you giving us you're giving us play by play? All right, here's it here. Oh, Oh, there's a foul. Okay, I don't, oh, I don't want to play by play of foul shots. Anyway, so I'm looking at where where they could trade. The only thing they have to trade is three and a half million of Demarcus Cousins because that's obviously just an injury. There's nothing they could trade Wait, that Demarcus matches Cousins that line. Is going to come back? No, doubt it. No. I doubt it. No, you but, got a better deal. Demarcus Cousins got injured, and then you got like a rejuvenated Dwight Howard. Yeah, but there's literally no money that they can trade. Like they, 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 the money is the only contract that makes sense is Danny Green's. But like, you know, it doesn't make sense. Danny Green's good defensively and can shoot threes. So I don't know why you do that. Anyways, I'm excited. Uh, that bottom of the West for that eighth spot is going to be really interesting. Hundred yeah, percent. It's. Uh, I think. I think Memphis has a real shot, and I'm. I, I would love to see Memphis and OKC make the seven and eight because I think. Uh, I think they could create some create some noise, right? I mean, if they can move up a little bit. I just don't think they could probably match up against the LA teams, but any other teams, I think they can match up. Uh, I would love the, it. The Clippers and Lakers, I, I think those two are like a little bit off guard. Yeah. yeah. I, I would love I it. I don't but... see them even giving them like a like a, a one game win. I think those team, two teams are very strong. Uh, so this is a pretty interesting game right now. Pelicans are down by three and they got the, they got the ball in their hands with 36 seconds to go. Okay, you go watch that. I think we're done. Are we? Awesome, uh, we will. We will tape again next week. Glad to. Yeah, glad to be back. Games. Oh yeah. Well, do you want to do it really quickly? With the okay, let's yeah, do it really quickly. We got. We got Friday Washington. What do you got? Uh, win. Yeah, win. Washington absolutely. It's fifteen and twenty-seven. They're having a horrible season. Win. Nothing's going well for them right now. That's going to be surprise, a good game. Surprise. That's going to be a good game for our offense. Hopefully, yeah. That that defense is atrocious. Uh, Saturday at Timberwolves. Oh yeah, this one seems a little trap gameish, but I'm gonna say win. Yeah, I've got I've got a win as well. I think uh, Timberwolves are I don't know the most inconsistent team I've seen. Some games I see they're like phenomenal. They're all everything firing all cylinders. They'll go two three games fire amazing, and then they'll just like just jump off the bandwagon. Just horrible. Uh, Monday at the Atlanta Hawks. Oh God, the Hawks are so bad. Uh, win. Also, that Monday game is a two thirty p.m. game, eh? 2.30 p.m.? Yeah, Eastern. Yeah, it's because it's a national holiday in, in, in America, I believe, on Monday. Uh, Do I have to, like, stay at Monday home? And, and then 2.30, oh yeah, two, work from home day. Work from home day. All right, guys. Um, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that's a win for, for me, too. So let's hope for a 3-0 week. We've had a lot of ups and downs over this last month, so I just want to get back to winning. And uh, Also, so last we, thing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to round it. I'm going to end it up here. Yes. I, I promise I was going to make an announcement here. This is it. Akshay, I've had this discussion with you about baseball for so many years. <laughs> All right. Today, we witnessed cheating in MLB baseball, officially defining the sport or AKA the activity as one of the worst activities, sport scandals ever to be had in this, in this industry ever, ever. This is horrible. Cheating. And we've got a oh my god! How can you watch this corrupt sport, Akshay? This, Just corrupt, uh, filled with disgust. All right, here's my random baseball. It's not a real sport. It's an activity. 
and now it's been tainted by buzzing and sign signals and technology and what he try he was he was hitting the garbage can as well for a noise like oh my god it's ridiculous so if you get a chance go online read about the what the uh Houston, was it Houston Astros the Astros yeah if you get also if you get a chance go to YouTube and type Pakistan cricket cheating and <laughs> And let me know how that goes. Let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Pakistani cricket and cheating doesn't exist, all right? We don't believe it. There's no records that prove that we have cheated or allegedly match-fixed in any industry. Well, baseball right now have put out suspensions to multiple people, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. We've had doping charges for years. This is a sport riddled with his, riddled with jokes it's oh, it's disgusting. And you know what fun fact is? Yet you play this sport every year. I love it. I love it. It's it's okay. It's a shame on the sport. All right. It's okay. If you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough to help. That's it. That's true. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm, I'm doing a seven seconds, six seconds to go. Oh, they call the damn timeout. Horrible. I was gonna do it right now. We'll watch the game right now. Six seconds to go. Pelicans down by one. Uh, they got the ball in their hands. All right. Peace out. Have a good have a good uh, week, everybody. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, a three and zero wraps, close out win, and we're ready to go. All right, baseball is the best. All right, see you guys. Yo, are you watching this?